0: welcome to the highly sensitive person podcast a twice monthly podcast for people who experience the world intensely join me on a journey of acceptance of our highly sensitive person traits welcome to episode 53 of the highly sensitive person podcast i'm your host kelly this is a show for people who are highly sensitive who think they might be highly sensitive or today it's especially for people who are not highly sensitive, but have someone in their life who is. That's because today my goal is to help those without the trait of high sensitivity understand it. It's for those who have never really heard of HSP before or who don't really believe it. It is to help them better understand what on earth their spouse or partner or friend or family member is talking about when they tell them, hey, I just discovered this thing called highly sensitive people and I think I am one. What the heck does it mean to be an HSP? First, I want to address a few things. I know last week I said I was going to try to stop using the phrase non-HSP, but I've discovered that this is really difficult because it gets wordy to keep saying those without the trait. So I apologize, but for the sake of my own ease, I'm probably going to keep saying non-HSP. So the format of this show is going to be like a list of frequently asked questions that people have about being a highly sensitive person. So let's go. Let's get into this. Frequently asked question number one. Aren't sensitive people just drama queens and crybabies and annoying people who get easily offended? Answer. In my opinion, the first step in understanding HSPs is to adjust your personal definition of the word sensitive. This is super important. The first reaction many people have when they hear the phrase highly sensitive person is a negative reaction, and that's because of the charged word sensitive. But let's think about what the word sensitive truly means. It means quick to detect or respond to slight changes, signals, or influences. It means observant and conscientious. So why on earth do we equate sensitive as a negative trait? A person who is observant and conscientious sounds like someone I want to be friends with. It sounds like someone I want to be in a relationship with. Sensitive is good. Also, you gotta know that high sensitivity is not the same as hypersensitivity. High sensitivity is a biological trait. Hypersensitivity is a coping style that means being emotionally fragile. So please, please, if you are in a relationship with an HSP and you're just learning about it for the first time, make a big distinction in your brain between emotional fragility and high sensitivity. They're not the same. If your partner is truly an HSP, they are not emotionally fragile. That is, unless they're also hypersensitive, but that's a completely different thing. I want to talk just a little bit more about the word sensitive and its connotations. Dr. Elaine Aron, the person who coined the term highly sensitive person, admitted in her recently released documentary that she named the trait highly sensitive people because she couldn't think of anything better. So it could be said that HSP isn't the greatest name for this trait, but it's the best that there is, and we're stuck with it now that it's the accepted term. However, there is another name for this trait that's not used as much, but that I like better. It's sensory processing sensitivity. Think about it. Sensory processing sensitivity. Our senses are sensitive. We are more sensitive to things and process them in that manner. Personally, I prefer to tell people I have sensory processing sensitivity instead of saying I'm a highly sensitive person. I'm getting off track here. Let's get back to frequently asked question number two. Is highly sensitive person a made-up thing people use as an excuse to act a certain way? Answer. High sensitivity isn't a flippant categorization created by some psychologists to explain away bad behavior. It's a scientifically proven trait that approximately 20% of the population possesses equally in males and females. Even animals could be highly sensitive. Research of brain scans show that HSPs have different brain characteristics than the rest of the population. If you want to know more details about all the science behind it, I'll have links to articles in the show notes that you can explore. Just visit highlysensitiveperson.net slash episode 53. Also, check out podcast episode number 27, which is also about the scientific research. Frequently asked question number three, can't you just toughen up? Answer. Being highly sensitive isn't something you decide to do. If you're walking down the street and smell some dog poop, do you decide whether it smells bad? No, it's an instant reaction. It's the same thing. We don't decide how we react to things. It's instant Being highly sensitive is a personality trait that's just the same and equal to not being highly sensitive. Frequently asked question number four. My partner was diagnosed as being highly sensitive. How can they make it better? Answer. To diagnose means to identify the nature of a medical condition. But high sensitivity is not a medical condition. To be, quote, diagnosed as an HSP is like saying you're diagnosed as being left-handed or introverted. These are traits and things that are hardwired in our brains, not medical conditions to be diagnosed. If a psychologist or therapist diagnosed you or someone you know as an HSP, I would ask for clarification because it doesn't really sound right to me. It's possible you misunderstood or maybe they said hypersensitive? I don't know, but I would double-check with them on that. Or maybe your therapist or psychologist said that you're a highly sensitive person, but they didn't mean it as a official diagnosis. It might seem like I'm splitting hairs here over the definition of a word diagnosis, but the reason I bring this up is because the word diagnosis implies that it's a problem or that there's something wrong about being highly sensitive when there isn't. Frequently asked question number five. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells around my highly sensitive partner or friend. They get upset at everything. Okay, that's not a question, but here's my response. Several traits and our diagnoses are often confused and mixed up with each other. High sensitivity, hypersensitivity, introversion, anxiety, shyness, depression, asocial behavior, and more. Not everything can be attributed to being highly sensitive. Having the trait is not an excuse for bad behavior. It's possible someone may think they are simply highly sensitive when they are struggling with other issues. I recommend seeing a therapist or other trained professional for assistance in sorting all of that stuff out. Frequently asked question number six. How can I better understand and support my highly sensitive partner or friend or family member? That is a great question, I have to say. Okay, so try to understand that highly sensitive people often feel strong empathy for other people and creatures because they are conscientious and aware of others' moods and emotions. They often don't like having a lot of things to do at once. They're easily overwhelmed and overstimulated by the world around them. HSPs might not be able to answer questions or make decisions immediately. They need time to think and analyze things. HSPs often don't like the feeling that they don't have at least some iota of control over a situation, and they may be bothered or irritated by aspects of their environment, things that might seem trivial to you like lighting or temperature. HSPs might be easily startled by sudden or loud sounds, and they may be deeply moved by music and art. Conversely, they might strongly dislike and avoid violence, like in movies, TV shows, and on the news. They may be extra sensitive to odors, noise, drugs, and caffeine. And HSPs are often introverts, but not always. In fact, about 30% of highly sensitive people are extroverts. Finally, folks, the most important thing is that you are trying to understand and learn with an open mind. That is the sign of a supportive partner and friend. Attempting to open your mind to something you don't understand is such a gift that you can give to your loved one. When your partner or friend tells you about high sensitivity for the first time, Don't write it off. Don't act like it's stupid or unimportant. It is important. If you care about this person, you will also treat this piece of information as something important. A little understanding on your part can go a long way. Pay attention to your partner's behavior, and you'll start to pick up on their cues and eventually make more sense of their actions and reactions now that you know more about what it means to be a highly sensitive person. The key for my husband was that he listened to me when I told him I was an HSP. No, he didn't buy into it right away. He was skeptical, but over time, he realized that it made sense he tells me that he understood that he didn't know everything and that there might be things he doesn't understand in the world and high sensitivity was one of those things. He says that he saw the benefit to me when I learned about high sensitivity. He said he saw how it made me happier and more at peace with myself. Know that learning about high sensitivity may be a life-changing realization for your loved one. They might be discovering for the first time in their life that they aren't weird, alone, or wrong. They might be accepting themselves for the first time. That's huge. So show them you care by being accepting of their discovery and therefore their life and their happiness and ability to thrive. To see related articles and blog posts on this topic, including ones about the science behind high sensitivity, check out the show notes at highlysensitiveperson.net slash episode 5353. I also highly recommend checking out the new documentary by Dr. Elaine Aaron called Sensitive. It came out in September 2015, last month, and it will be an incredible tool for people who are not highly sensitive to better understand the trait. However, at this time, it is not available for viewing. I know that the makers of the film has said they're working on distribution, so stay tuned. I'm sure at some point you'll be able to see it again. And at that time, it will be a great tool for learning about high sensitivity. Until then, I also recommend checking out my book, which is called A Highly Sensitive Person's Life, Stories and Advice for Those Who Experience the World Intensely. It's a collection of reflections about being highly sensitive. It's down to earth, easy to read, personal, and I've had a lot of people say that it's helped them better understand the HSPs in their life. You can find it at highlysensitiveperson.net slash book. If you enjoy this podcast and want to support it financially, then please become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash HSP. And I want to thank my newest patron, which is Sean at the No Totally Podcast. Thanks so much, Sean. He interviewed me a while back on his show, which is called No Totally, and I really appreciate the support. This podcast has 12 patrons right now. I wonder if we can get one more by the next episode. That would be really great. You can support the show by giving a donation in any amount. Even $1 is fantastic. Again, that's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, slash H-S-P. Thanks so much for listening this week. I hope you found something valuable in this episode, and I'll see you again in two weeks.